Good morning on this Sunday morning and welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Today, once again, we are continuing on our study of the Feast of Weeks or the Day of Pentecost in the New Testament. And we've been doing a comparison and a contrast between both of the covenants, the giving of the law, the giving of the Holy Spirit, the nation of Israel, the church as a nation that is holy unto God. So those are the things that we have been comparing and everything that was involved in one and the other and making the comparisons and the contrast. Today we are, and I actually have my things numbered, we are at point number 43 and we had the imperfection of the priest or the weaknesses of the priest uh, in the law compared to the perfect priest, uh, Christ, in the New Covenant. <clears throat> in the book of Hebrews, in chapter 5, verse 2, it says, Who can have compassion on the ignorant, and on them that are out of the way, for that he himself also is campused with infirmity. Verse uh, Hebrews uh, 7.28, For the law make men... High priest, which have infirmity, weaknesses, but the word of the oath, which was since the law, make us the son who is consecrated forevermore. So the difference was that the law selected men that were weak out of the Levitical tribe. And they were weak in the sense because of the flesh, eventually, because of the sin nature, every one of them would die. But when God chose Christ, it was even before the law, and it was through an oath that was made. And the scripture says in Hebrews 7, 26, For such a high priest became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. So that's Christ. The law made men priests, but Jesus was made a priest because of that one oath. We see in the book of Hebrews 7.28 again, for the law maketh men high priests. The law did. It specified what tribe they came out of, the Levitical tribe, and then they had to come out of the family of Aaron. And then <clears throat> it says, because they had infirmity, but with the word of the oath, which was since the law, maketh the son who is consecrated forevermore. So it says in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 21, for those priests were made without an oath. And the word that is used there, and we find it, <clears throat> it means that God swore seven times because there was no other hire to swear by. He sevened himself. He swore by himself, and God cannot break his own oath. God cannot lie. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should even have to repent. But God made an oath that Jesus, the son, would be consecrated forever after the order of Melchizedek. According to Hebrews 7.21, 
For those priests were made without an oath, but this with an oath by him that said unto him, The Lord swore and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So we find that very specific. He was given an oath. The law was given to Moses and to the Levitical tribe and, of course, to Aaron, from which the priesthood was selected for especially the high priest. Because of that, they died and were replaced. They died and were replaced. But with Christ, it was an oath that would be forever. You are going to be the high priest forevermore. So that doesn't change. The law did not provide salvation as we know it. As Christ provides salvation for us today as we know it. The law, you had to try to keep it. You try to had to fulfill its righteousness. And that was about as far as it could do. And because of that, when all those men died or women, under the law, they were sent to a place called paradise under the earth. And they, there they were kept shut up. In other words, they had no access to heaven. Heaven had not been prepared for them because of the rebellion of Satan and the staining of and the pollution of that rebellion. But when Christ went up there with his blood, he took his blood and everything was cleansed that had been polluted. Because it was now cleansed, it was also made available to have access to those that were going to be living there. So those that were under the law were kept under the earth in a place called paradise until Christ ascended, and then he took them with him when he ascended back up. Now the scripture says, because the law did not provide salvation for us that have come to know Christ, that salvation came in the form in that we were made alive unto God. Our dead spirit was quickened. It was made alive. Our sins were not just covered, but they were removed. They were forgiven. They were forgotten, which is a big, big difference. Therefore, because of Jesus and his living blood, a uh, new and open way before the throne of grace and access to presence, the presence of God was made available to us. And because of that, that salvation is so different than what they had. Hebrews 10, 2 says, For then would they have ceased to be offered. In other words, the offerings and sacrifices, if one sacrifice would have been enough. Because the worshiper once purged would have had no more consciousness of sin or conscious of sin. And that is the biggest difference that once we are forgiven by Christ and we have received that forgiveness into our lives, that conscious awareness of guilt and condemnation of sin is wiped away by the blood. And we are given 
a righteous conscious mind where we know that we know that we are right before God, not because of anything that we do or have done, because of what He has done. Therefore, we can stand before God without guilt and without condemnation because we know we have put our trust and our reliance completely, wholly, totally, and solely on Jesus and what He has done for us. For no other reason can we stand before God other than Christ Himself. So that's why the salvation for the Old Testament people and for the New Testament was so different because what was accomplished in our hearts and in our spirits. So we find in the scripture in Hebrews 10 verse 3, it says, But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. Verse number four, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. But Hebrews 10, verse 10 says, our salvation is the eternal one by which, by which will, his will, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Hebrews 5, 9 being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. That makes a difference. It's not a from one year to the next year salvation. It's not a salvation of 50 years long, but it is an eternal salvation where we will spend eternity in the presence of God. Because of what Christ has done for us. Not what any man can do for himself and have access to heaven. There are, because of the law, those that self-honored themselves. According to Hebrews 5, 4. No man taketh this honor unto himself. But he that is called of God as Aaron was. See, he was called of God. But... <clears throat> When it comes to the next verse, God honored the priest versus those that honored themselves. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made a high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. He is the one that made him a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. To provide an eternal salvation through an eternal high priesthood that was given to him through an oath. All of this is so different than that which was given to Moses and the people of Israel. Nothing was made perfect by the law. Absolutely nothing. Versus what Christ did in bringing perfection into the life of the believers. According to Hebrews seven nineteen, for the law made nothing perfect. It could not make anything perfect because it's the life of God, the life of the Father that was in Christ Jesus and that life which was released so that it could be in us. That is the true life that enlightens the mind and the hearts of all men 
That is the life that has come into the world. And that is the life that provides the light that we need. An animal and its blood could never provide that life nor that light. Only Christ himself could. So that's why the scripture says, For the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did, by which we draw nigh to God. And that hope was a living hope in Christ Jesus. That does make perfect for us and brings perfection. And then, of course, Hebrews uh, ten fourteen, which we read earlier, read it again. For by one offering he has perfected forever them that are sanctified. Consider this for food, for thought, and for the imagination. Where would we be without Christ? Where would we be without his sacrifice? Where would we be without all that he has accomplished? No wonder the scripture says, do not neglect such a great salvation because it is awesome. To reject it or neglect it are defaults which can result in a penalty, an eternal penalty. So let us take heed not to neglect that eternal salvation. Let us always take consideration of the great price that has been paid so that through eternity we may forever rejoice in Christ, rejoice in our King, rejoice in the eternal God whose plan was to bring us unto Himself and save us through His Son. Consider that this day, as you go out through the, through the day, just remember who it is that has made every breath of your lung possible now, yesterday, and forever. The Lord bless you till we meet again on Monday. In Jesus' name, amen.